Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mayor Antonio Villaraigosa. Oh, come on. Happy holidays, everybody. Come on, let's go. Uh, uh, uh. Villars? Years were were terrible, but they they shine in comparison to Garcia. Yeah, that's the thing. Look yeah. where we're going. Right? I know we didn't have the homeless and and the crime during the Villaraigosa years, right? So I was uh, going over the governors today too that have been in charge of California since I've been on the air here at KFI, and I was thinking that's also gone downhill. Yeah, yeah, we came in during the time of Pete Wilson. Pete Wilson, right? And, uh, then it, the best of a lot since yeah. we were here, right? You know, we we have a 
a special guest who uh, recorded a message for you. And I wanted to start the show with it. So if you're ready. Roll. I don't want to do anything Wait. today. I Look, I, you want me to sing songs? I'll sing songs. I can do that for three hours. I don't want to work. <laughs> I just want to bang on the drum all day. Yeah, that's what you're going to be singing. <laughs> that is. That's my retirement song. On a Thursday afternoon. And that's, you'll uh, be you know, sitting I, on your back deck. No clothes. I've arranged for my own guest this hour because yours are not impressing me as much. So, All right. Uh, well, maybe you'll like this one. All right. Roll mm -hmm. it, Eric. This is Gray Davis. Now, I know some of you may be wondering why I'm calling to wish Ken well. Well, I do wish him well. But I'm calling primarily to make sure he's actually retiring. And, John, if you're listening, when the time is right, I'm happy to wish you farewell. Now, I know you guys advertise yourselves as equal opportunity critics. I, I never really believed that. But shortly after I left office, uh, I think four days has passed, and you were criticizing poor Arnold. He just got there. I can't remember exactly what you were criticizing him for, but at the very end you said, even Gray Davis would not have done that. And I thought to myself... Maybe these guys really do criticize everybody. <laughs> wow. How did you get that one? He never came on the show. Ever. I know. And I, I, if he had come on the show and showed that sense of humor, he would not have gotten recalled. Maybe. Uh, you know, he haunted me after that recall. I kept running into him on flights up to the Bay Area. I'm like, oh, my God, there's Gray Davis. I think twice, three times that happened did you, on some of my did, trips. Did you talk I with did him? not. No, I did not. You didn't introduce guy. yourself. This was not long after the recall, so I didn't know what I would get if I did that, right? <laughs> I'm not right. quite like a Bengal tiger. Yeah, that guy. I'm, I'm Ken, John and Ken show. We had a lot to do with your demise. Thanks. <laughs> but look, Have a look, good day. It looks like the wounds have healed. He was really I guess so. What, did you reach out to, like, his, uh, I don't know what he has. Does know. he have his staff Ray, anymore? Ray, Ray pulled this off. I yeah, did. It just, he... <laughs> Ray sent me uh, the message last night, the recording, and I just I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, you were shocked. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I no, I heard that. To, I reached out to a bunch of people who uh, who I thought would, uh, and and Gray Davis did it. I got to give him credit. <laughs> yeah, he said okay, yeah. sir. Uh, well, like we always said, he's kind of a strange wild card in some respects. Boring with his turkey sandwiches and what was it, broccoli or, or broccoli? I think steamed broccoli and turkey. Right, right, and, or yeah, steamed kind of, turkey and broccoli. I don't know. Uh, and it's weird that you. Were you going to play that because I was just talking about the governors and we don't prepare? No, this no. Our, you, you pulled out one. Our plan was to surprise you with that to open the show, and then you. On I your mentioned own. the governors. You mentioned yeah. the governors. So yes, I, like, I was thinking about the mayors of L.A. and the governors, and of course, a lot of our show has been, been kicking politicians' butts around. Yeah. for all these years, that's a big element, which I never saw coming. For people who don't know, I got into radio because I loved pop music in the 1960s and 70s and into the 80s. That's all I did is listen to the top 40 and pop music and Casey's countdowns. And I wanted to be a DJ. But, you know, life has a way, right? And when you and I first got teamed up, yeah, we were playing some songs, but we talked a lot. And then talk radio was coming down the pike as a very popular format. And we just kind of rode that wave as it took off in the late 80s into the 90s. But this is not what you played to do with your life. Not at, Well, no, not as far as radio. I was a kid. I always wanted to be in radio. Yeah. But I didn't really have a concept of this kind of format, you know, it didn't, back in the it 60s and 70s. It didn't exist. It did not exist. I had no idea that we were going to end up doing this. In fact, it didn't exist at the time we started doing it. Right, right, right. You know, and, and 
I don't know how particularly, we, well, I, I guess you could say because we're in Atlantic City, which is a cesspool of corruption for years uh, between the mob and uh, just the bad political leaders, right? And that's kind of how we latched on to our first, you know, let's go after the elected people, mm. right? With the city council there, yeah. the mayor. Yeah, right? uh, Donald Trump was the good guy in that era. In Atlantic City. Uh, he was. Right. He was he was kind of the good guy. And then we moved over to another station in Trenton, which covered big area of New York, New Jersey, uh, and uh, even Pennsylvania. And did that governor there, uh, you know, Jim Florio, was an idiot, too. So this kind of gathered steam on its own based on just the corrupt, inept politicians before us. And then we got the Gray Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and that no, was a more. nice message. Well, kind of. <laughs> Although, there's a tone to it. You're right. It's like, John, when you're ready to retire, I'll be glad to, because <laughs> yeah. I want you out. I'll be happy to shovel dirt <laughs> on your grave. <laughs> yeah, we just had the 20th anniversary of the recall. Not too long ago. Yes. Uh, I, I was, I was did we pick on Schwarzenegger within a week? Maybe we did. I don't know. Well, remember. that's that's Davis's memory. He said yeah. it was four days. Nah, he and, said four uh, days even, there, right? Even, even Gray Davis wouldn't do that. I, I, no, I remember getting frustrated with him more into 2005 when they had those special measures they put on the ballot. He wasn't campaigning, and it sounded like he was just bending with the wind. That I remember better, but I don't remember days after he took office. But it's, it's always possible. So. So if you haven't heard, because uh, you weren't paying attention, today is Ken's last day. I am going to take a few days off, and then I'm going to do the show solo starting uh, Tuesday, December 12th. And then uh, Ken goes to his uh, his rest home. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, let I, me tell you what we... <laughs> yes? No, I, I, you have a rest home for me? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, in, in Bidenville. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be weird because it'll seem like a few days off, too, just like you're doing. Sure. I don't know what I think it's going to be next year before I really realize, oh, that's right. I'm done with this. Yeah. After the holidays. Because we're rolling into the holidays and yeah. all that stuff. You don't really sure. think about that. Yeah, we, we usually took a, a lot of time off at the end of the year. At the, the end holidays. of the year. Right. right. So, that's yeah. Right. It'll be. It'll and be again, sure. the reason it's today, Wednesday, December 6th, is because this is the end of the real ratings period for radio. Right. I just picked that Nielsen ratings. So right. There you go. And that's, you're not, that's the you, only thing. You weren't going to work when it doesn't matter. Uh, December is often a write-off, right? All yeah, Christmas December music is a that's played, people yeah. are distracted. Yeah, exactly, uh, doesn't become really worth. But getting uh, too heavily involved. Uh, on the show today, we have three three montages to play, uh, which will take you uh, roughly the first twenty years of the show. Hmm. And uh, I thought that was. I was that thinking about that yesterday or the other day. There's like nothing from the last ten years. What happened? Did we stink? Uh, no, it's just a lot of it's the same. I didn't think there was any point in going over COVID <laughs> Trump clips and COVID clips and homeless uh, clips. Okay. We're still living with all that. Okay. This right. this is the stuff a lot of people will have forgotten about or maybe were never remembered. They weren't uh, listening back then. They weren't even old enough to listen back then. That's so uh, for those of you on the older side, you will remember a lot of these clips. Uh, and for those of you on the younger side, uh, this is what we used to do back in the 90s and 2000s. Uh, <laughs> we also have a number of, uh, of uh, recorded guests Ooh. to wish you farewell. And uh, we're going to try to squeeze all this in. All right. Might, could be some walk-in people here in the building might walk in. Is and, that right? Yeah, could be. Walk and I, want, I would, like to, uh, I would yeah. like to say goodbye to Ken, too, on the air. Yeah. Yes. Haven't you been doing that for like weeks? No, she asked specially. This is the longest goodbye. If she could, I've just been sending you November. pictures. That's about it. Uh, yes, 
Right. Okay. Pictures always with you in them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it's always about Remember, me. this is the end of the John and Ken show. It's I not know. the end of the John and Ken and Deborah show. I know. But I'm part uh, of you, right? Mm. So I just wanted to uh -huh. you know, You're a part of me. Uh, you can uh. sing that song. You're a part of me. <laughs> See, you get John to sing, then you know we're on to something. <laughs> All right. All right. We come back. We'll uh, play a farewell message and uh, we'll cover the news of the day. And then uh, uh, later in the hour, we're going to play uh, the clip uh, one montage from the 1990s uh, to amuse you. John and Ken Show, KFI. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. And here's another farewell message. Hey, Ken. It's Gary. You know, one of the fun bunnies from the Gary and Shannon show. Listen, huge congratulations on finally pulling the plug on this radio thing. You have been consistently one of the anomalies in this place or any radio station. Someone who I think truly cares about other people. You always had a great ability to ask what was going on in other people's lives. And amazingly, every place I've worked since I started in radio in Sacramento in 98, 1998, that is. It carried some version of the John and Ken syndicated show. It was in Sacramento. I moved to Seattle and it was I followed you there, basically. And I realize that Shannon and I have a lot of work to do to come even close to matching the success that you've had with John. So congratulations on the retirement. Enjoy the travel. And most importantly, enjoy the quiet. There you go. Well, that's very nice. Gary Hoffman. Gary Hoffman from the Gary, yeah, we played Shannon yesterday. So yes. Gary and Shannon chiming in. Yes. <laughs> you got yeah, there you go. You made the right connection. I have yeah, a lot of interest in everyone else's life. Anyway. <laughs> Did you Kids are right? Everything should be nice today. Let's be nice. Uh... Even if you have to make stuff up, right? <laughs> oh my God, no. All right. I just sent you all a picture of John and Ken from 1993. So cute. Oh my gosh, you guys look so adorable. So young. <laughs> Yeah, so young. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ken, you know, you look... Wow, what actor? You look like an actor there, but I'm trying to figure out who. What I'm trying to figure out is what happened to my hand. I don't remember that injury. Do you see I have a oh, bandage? Oh, yeah, that's right. You have a bandage there. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that. Yeah. But, um, I broke my hand, but it was years before that, playing softball hmm. one time, and a guy ran into my right hand. Right. I think it was my left hand, actually. Maybe you're a slow glove. healer. But I don't remember what that was. So, no. Yeah, I, but that was... Jack's Bicycles. I know that because it's got that date on the back of June of 1993. I remember that, yeah. And was one of, yeah, one of our first big appearances because KFI used to do a big event there with Jack's Bicycles in Orange County. I don't remember what city. Do you remember, John? Or was Huntington it Beach, I think. Huntington Beach, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So I don't know if that's right. still there. But, yeah. Uh... yeah, and I don't even know how I got this picture. Obviously, it's like an old, you know, obviously it's before digital. It's like an old Polaroid camera or something like that. Yeah. I had a copy of it lying around, so... Oh, well, we got, we got to, uh, Deborah, you got to post this online. Yeah. It's, I'm posting it right now. Oh, you now. are? Okay, oh, okay. Good. All right. The posters are at work. All right. Uh, one note from the news, which is certainly worth bringing up, uh, because he's an idiot and I will not miss him. Is he, is he, uh, unless you're going to play me a Gavin Newsom message later, are you? No. Okay. You're sure? I, okay. I don't know. Because if... Gray Davis, that was pretty big. Yeah, I, I know. I don't know if we can top that one. Schwarzenegger coming on? I don't know. Oh, that's an I don't know. <laughs> that's an I don't know. Okay, okay. Well, you said no right uh, away to to Newsom. So. Uh, he's in the Bahamas. We actually tried, and I think <laughs> he would do it, but he's shooting a movie in the Bahamas or something, or he's uh, being detained there. I don't know. We're trying yeah. to get him between scenes. Yeah, he's, yeah, he is shooting a movie, so. Oh, my God. You know what movie okay. schedules are like. 
Uh, Newsom canceled the in-person annual holiday tree lighting at the Capitol. They postponed it a day and they moved it online, which means it's going to be tonight. It'll be streamed. Isn't that awful? Because he's running from the Palestinian protesters. Those those are his voters. (laughs) They are. Yeah. Clearly. And he's afraid of them. And so what he did is he penalized all the Christians and everybody else who wanted to celebrate the lighting of the Christmas tree. How come everybody else lost out? That tradition has been going on in Sacramento. 92. It would be the 92nd annual tree lighting. Yeah, since the 1930s. So since wow. the 1930s, and, and, and Gavin Newsom cancels it because some uh, of some terrorist protesters? I'm sorry. If you are protesting for the Palestinians, you're, you, you are supporting Hamas at this point. You are. Uh, they, they showed up anyway. 200 people ended up at the Capitol anyway, despite the cancellation of the in-person ceremony. So they did come. They knew they were coming, and, and yeah. he thought it would be disruptive and towards really? the spirit of the... So they win. So 200... Yeah, that's how I felt, too. So 200 win. crazy people get to cancel Christmas for everybody else. Boy, that, 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 that's wrong. He said for the safety and security of oh, members and guests. How about you create safety and security? How about it's your job to make it secure so that all the... All the citizens who pay taxes here, let them celebrate their holiday. Can you imagine canceling? Uh, oh, you could list the groups if we canceled their holidays or their special days. All oh, hell would break loose, right? That's right. Yes. But but Christian people celebrating Christmas, have yeah, the hell with them. And, Boy, that, know, that, that, that is one of his worst decisions. You can't give in because this is what they're doing. They're going to yeah. go to any big public event and, and protest. And if you start canceling yeah. the events, they're going to feel like they won. So, All right. We sent everybody back inside. No Christmas tree public lighting ceremony. So we can't enjoy a Christmas tree being lit up because there are too many crazy people supporting a terrorist group. Right. Well, that's, that's a good day in America. huh? What a coward he is. What a simpering, simpering weasel coward. Coward. I can't even speak. All right. right. When we come back, well, I've arranged for a guest. How about that? I see. This is someone who's known me longer than anybody, including you. Anybody. I shouldn't say anybody. My family's known me longer than anybody. But uh, we're talking about 50 years. How's that? Wow. Yeah. It's a high school. Is he calling from the home, too? He's a... (laughs) You can ask him. Does he have phone privileges? I do keep in touch with them, and I don't think that's the case, but okay. you can certainly ask no, him no, about I the home. No, no, I don't want to embarrass him. Because he is sort of retired. Well, we'll explain that. Okay. Uh, Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carvin and Juni. 
I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM640. Ken's last day. Uh, we're on the radio till four. And if uh, you missed the show and want to hear the entire farewell, farewell, it'll be on the it'll be the podcast. John and Ken on demand on the iHeart app. Farewell, farewell, farewell. You want to hear the entire farewell? Farewell. I don't make a lot of speeches today. I really am. So here's the first one. Goodbye. <laughs> I keep them short. That's what I like to do. You did most of the talking during these 35 years anyway. I think it was like 75, 25. I know. I I always have to wait for just a little gap as he breathes so I get a chance to say something. Look, I won't say a word today. (laughs) Floor is yours. Is that right? Is that going to happen? That's right, yeah. All right. Uh, So uh, I'm hearing from people from my life, obviously, that uh, I reached out to and told them that I was ending it on December 6th. One of them left me a voicemail this morning, and the reason I'm putting him on the air, well, other than that he's a longtime friend, and I don't think he's ever been on the show either, is that he, he the voicemail transcripts as follows. Uh, my Google question today is to find out how do I get on the John and Ken show on Ken's last day? So your wish is our command, right? All you have to do is ask. All you have to do is ask. Our producer got him on. Let's talk to one of my longest friends. His name is George Sundstrom. George. Good afternoon. Welcome. There you go. You're on. Thank you. Thanks for well, it's amazing on your fairway show today that uh, I got a chance to be on. Well, all right. This, this is your moment. What do you have to say since you Googled and you were searching hard to get on the show? This is your moment. Well, I'm sitting around this morning doing nothing. And I figured, you know, I could give you a call at home or I could try to surprise you. But. I couldn't find a phone number, so I called you home and told you what I did. I, I Googled how to try to get on the show. So you and Ken were friends so, in high school? Yeah, we actually met in junior high. Junior high. Uh, we we both tried out for the junior high basketball team. He was a tall guy who could shoot from the outside but couldn't defend on the inside. And I was a small guy who could shoot on the inside but got my shot blocked by the big guys hmm. who were inside. And we both got cut. So, uh, 
between the two of you, you might have been a player. This, this must be an alternate universe, but I'm enjoying this. <laughs> so, so what was he like uh, in junior high? Well, he was, you know, well, I would say that Ken and I were both just kind of studious. Yes. Um, we were good students. We were, we, we were smart enough to be in the classes with the smart kids, but not as smart as them. We were athletic, but not as athletic as the jocks, so we didn't fit in the jock circle. Uh, we certainly weren't in the popular crowd, so we kind of gravitated to each other through a, a number of our friends who, you know, we hung out together during high school and uh, junior high and high school, and, and that kind of fit into our own little niche there. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, became good friends through high school and have managed to stay in touch all through the years, Ken is godfather to my youngest child, uh, Courtney. And, yes, you know, yes, and he 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 comes from a great family. We were all very blessed that uh, each of our parents of our of our friends, our circle of friends, uh, accepted us, welcomed us into their homes at any time. So we were kind of boring as teenagers. We didn't go out and get in trouble. Uh, no trouble. You have no, 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 tell them what tell them what we did on many a night. Well, so I, I did think about this. Um, well, not hard. Time, we played cards. We played cards at, constantly. Psychi- we did play cards, but the other thing we did that we had more fun doing uh-huh. was there were psychiatric hospitals in two psychiatric hospitals within Uh-oh. about 20 minutes of where we lived. Oh, no. And at that time, was just <laughs> they were just beginning to outpatient the patients from the psychiatric hospitals and the eventual drawdown and remove and elimination of those. And there was a, I guess for lack of a better term, a halfway house in the neighborhood in, in our town Bay shore where we grew up. Um, and we'd harass these people, you know, today it's not acceptable, but, but then, but, but we would go and harass these people. This is the story you're going to tell. Well, this is one of them. I should have put I Ruth, your sister, on. Dang it, I made a mistake. Because it, because it leads to your career in broadcasting. <laughs> oh, all right. If you want to put it that that's way, the, sure, we'll listen. That's the only reason you can work so, with me. <laughs> so, so Ken would, so, so we would go out and kind of harass him, have fun with it. Uh, but Ken also, in the days of cassette recorders, sorry, folks who don't know what that is, but he had a cassette recorder with a microphone. He would go out and interview them. Now, some of them were sharp and understood where they were and how they lived and everything. And some of them thought they were still living in the 40s and the 50s when they mm. were young. And those made for priceless recordings. I don't think he has them anymore. Boy, but if it, I could ever get a hold of those. Was... <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, well yeah, but that was the work of our friend Lewis. He did that. But I was there. You were right. I was there too. I, I asked questions, but Lewis did that. He put that. The, you were asking the questions. Mm-hmm. Right. You were the one who was asking. You were the you were the front man at that point in time. <laughs> so this was so, his early broadcasting career, interviewing. And 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 I do I do want to say, you know, Ken and I, I know he's talked about it. Is he was a, he went to school for accounting. He was a successful accountant. Worked for a major firm um, in New York City. Traveled the country was very happy, but then made the decision to make the change to go to broadcasting. And, and the commitment that he made to go to, and I don't know if this is the right place, the Connecticut School of Broadcasting or one of the broadcast schools 
where he would actually go to work during the day, work his full-time job, and then go to school at night to uh, take a little job in Elmira where he ran into somebody he knows for 36-plus years now. Uh, That's right. Yeah, but don't forget, it could have been the George and Ken show. I wanted you to get into radio, too. Yeah, you, you had that. But, you know, you started a family very young, so you had a lot of commitments. <laughs> you had that success interviewing psych patients. That, that's time to change, change, change things around. But uh, it, it did. You had a lot of commitments, right? But you know, I, I, I was always impressed by his willingness to make that big change and his commitment to it. And obviously, you and you know, both you and John getting together in really in Atlantic City, even though I know you met in Elmira. Um, you know, and your success here on the East Coast and then translating that out to your success on the West Coast. Just, you know, just tremendous. And, you know, 36 years, I, I retired recently after 35 years with the company I worked with. Uh, so I know what it is in today's marketplace where people say if you're there more than two years, you're a knucklehead. Um, but to be somewhere and to do something at such a high level for such a long time is doesn't happen very much anymore and i'm very impressed with both of you even though john i've never officially met you but, well i, I you know, thoroughly that, enjoyed that. this conversation and would love to have more of them <laughs> well <laughs> yeah and probably... i want you to know he helped move me john from elmira to atlantic city i Is physically right? move all my junk yes ah, I and then we went right to I the did. casinos after that and put a whole quarter in <laughs> The slot machine. We were very excited we to play the slot machine. We, we were not big gamblers. We liked card games, but we didn't gamble. We didn't um, gamble, no. We didn't drink. We didn't gamble. I think we I, I think we spent more time in the bowling alley at the uh, casino that, and then the casino mm. before the, the drive home in his Camaro at the time, which was a, a nightmare drive because it was snowing, <laughs> snowing. And that car didn't have much gambling. Oh, yeah, I remember the Camaro. Yeah, yeah, you had out. that when we met. Yeah, well, I didn't change the oil and I blew the engine. Your car. <laughs> I've done that too. <laughs> You've done that too. George, thank you for coming on. Yeah, buddy. Oh, my that, my uh, pleasure. The I made your wish come true. You wanted to be on the show, my last show. You got there it. There you go. I, fi- I, I finally got on the air. Well, I just wanted to say congratulations. Enjoy your retirement. I know that eventually you'll have a lot of plans. I know you love to travel. And hopefully we get to see you a little bit more frequently here on the East Coast and Talk to you more than just a couple times a year. And, uh, and John, success in your solo effort. I, Thank you. I hope you do well, and hopefully some point in time in the future I get to meet you. I hope so, too. Thanks, George. All right, there you go. That's right. one of my longtime friends, George, who uh, reached out to me today and wanted to know how we could get on my last show. Harassing <laughs> psych patients? You never told me this. <laughs> you know, th- <laughs> why would I? T- Actually, I, I have mentioned it kind of. Not, I didn't tell the story the same way, but we had the same experiences we had in California where they started to release people from all the psych right, hospitals because yeah. they were deemed to be horrible places. Yeah. And they did put them, as George said, like in a sort of a halfway house sort of hotel, mm-hmm. actually not far from my home. And they began to wander the streets. They'd go into the church. They'd stand around. So you did man on the street interviews. Yeah, it was my other friend's idea. His right. name is Lewis. It was his idea to actually bring out a cassette recorder. And I forgot that, but George is right. That did happen. All right, we got... Uh, <laughs> That's just great. <laughs> More coming up. Couldn't be John better. and Ken, KFI AM 640. Well, I was preparing for the days with you, obviously. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're going to play uh, clips from the 1990s. Uh, stuff that many of you probably have never heard, and maybe some of you will remember. John and Ken show KFI. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. We've got uh, two more hours of Ken. 
And we have a lot of uh, stuff to play, farewell messages, uh, montage clips from years past. We're going to play one right now. Uh, this one has a couple of short things that we played within the last few weeks. But uh, the whole package is from the 1990s, especially the first few years uh, when we ran into all kinds of natural disasters and controversies. This uh, montage, I'll just explain a little bit so you know what you're listening to, starts with our first appearance on KFI as a guest with Daryl Gates, the controversial police chief from the Rodney King era. He'd, uh, he left his job as police chief and became a KFI host. And uh, we then replaced him in that time slot back in 1992. You're going to hear some clips from our first show. A number of callers who instantly uh, criticizing, they were just disgusted with us. Uh, a little clip on the start of the three strikes movement. Uh, and uh, the Menendez brothers and our hunger strike, and then the, uh, us up in helicopters over the fires in Laguna Beach. So let's roll. We have a new team that's come to KFI for more stimulated talk radio, uh, John and Ken. You know what makes me nervous, I'll be honest with you. Uh, they tell me you have a gun here in the studio. Well, you see, you haven't been on long enough to have uh, threats against you. Actually, Come I understand on. you have a little bodyguard strapped to your leg that jumps out in case there's trouble. Is this true? <laughs> KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. And welcome to the John and Ken Show. I'm John Cobalt, my partner, Ken Champeau. Yes, that would be me. You know, we've been asked probably 1,200,000 times over the past week, oh, what do you sound like on the air? What do you do? What, what are you going to talk about? What, what? Shut up and listen. Because we don't know. We don't know. We're going to argue. We're going to entertain. It goes back and forth between us, between the callers. You're not stimulating in any way. You, you haven't been stimulated yet? I'm like country bumpkins. You've decided all this in 25 minutes. Huh? And you can usually judge the character... Of an intelligent person right away. You don't think we're intelligent. You don't think we have character. We haven't talked about it. You know, some people, it takes more to stimulate than others. You sound like the two morning DJs that Howard Stern uh, knocked off. That actually is the worst thing that's been said so far. We've been on 28 minutes! This is an unbelievable tough crowd. All right, okay. We have been following why Richard Allen Davis was allowed to walk the streets to strangle Polly Kloss, even though he had 20 years worth of crimes and felonies on his record. The three strikes you're out bill should be passed. Three violent or serious felonies, and you've got life imprisonment. Menendez brothers, as you know, uh, hung jury. And Garcetti all along has complained he, he didn't have enough money uh, during the Menendez trial. So we organized a yard sale, sold a lot of junk, raised $4,000. Hundreds of people came. After Garcetti refused to take the money, John went on a hunger strike, which began 51 hours ago. We also had a guy giving up his liver medication in Long Beach. Did we get his number so we can check and see if he's still alive? We put in a call to him. He isn't answering the phone. He's not answering know. his phone? He's not answering his well, phone. What if he's lying on the floor reaching for the medication in a last-ditch effort to save well, himself? It's gonna be How's on... that going to look on the news? It's going to be on Garcetti's head. And yours. I didn't tell him to do it. You he did a Gandhi and prompted him to get into this. John Cobell and Ken Shampo are broadcasting in a helicopter over the Pacific Ocean right now. Yeah, we are facing directly and looking into Laguna Beach. It is completely overcast with smoke. Huge flames extending from near the beach, inland. There's nothing left. There's just a few shards of timber. The, the air is foul-smelling, it's acrid, it makes your eyes burn, it's my mouth and throat are dry, and there's helicopters all over the place. They're like mechanical vultures floating through the air. There you go. Oh, that was, Look at that. You're right, the 90s. That was all in the first couple of years we were here. That was. This that place was, was insane. Yeah. 
Right. They'll always be proud of three strikes. I mean, yeah. that was a big, and, and, you know, they've been trying to, well, they've been ripping that apart for all these decades. I but, know, uh, but it's still standing. Still the it's, law. It's a big reason there were low crime rates for a while. That's right. And uh, Governor Wilson signed it. I remember the day we had him on the show. Yes. And, and he signed the bill. It also passed a second time, I think, as a, as a referendum. Right. And uh, you don't and, know how many people aren't dead because that passed, you see? Right. You know how many people and, uh, were not victims? I think sadly this year, Mike Reynolds, who was behind that movement to get that passed, it just he died, I believe, this year. Mike Reynolds, remember him? Yes. Oh, many times. Oh, yeah. Of course, Mark Kloss, Polly's father, too, <clears throat> was a big part of that. There's a documentary out there somewhere of uh, the passage of three strikes, because I know we were in it and they interviewed. Maybe you could find it on YouTube somewhere. But it, Oh, it, and of course, the Times thinks it's like Prop 13. It's the scourge of California, right? right? Yeah. Prop 13 and three strikes have really hurt the, yeah, compared to everything else that's been happening from Sacramento. Because violent felons are in prison, and that upsets all those little weasels. All right, then we'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 